Hello, beautiful people of the world. My name is Kaylin Cruz, and I am starting this podcast because I have recently awoken to a higher level of consciousness. And here's the thing. When I decided that I wanted to change my way of thought, I didn't know where to go. Because everyone that I asked or everyone I went to go see, all these energy readers, they were on such a high level that I did not understand where to even start. So I tried YouTube and like trying to watch all these videos and I feel like no one was at the level that I was at so that I can kind of grow with them or at least broke it down to a point where I could understand and grow you know so the point of this podcast is basically to help people like me who want to make changes and who want to reach a higher level of consciousness but just need it broken down (laughs) uh, for uh, people that don't understand and take things slow so we're gonna start today with something that I don't even know if it exists okay but I had this conversation with my husband And we were just talking about random stuff and it turned into a deeper conversation that he did not understand. And I think that's because I'm a little bit more woke than he is. Um, So we were talking about, and I don't know if I'm making this up. I swear I am, but it sounds good. (laughs) We were talking about different dimensions of thoughts. Now I know there's different like dimensions of consciousness, But is there different dimensions of thought? And what I mean by that is people who think in black and white, this is what it is. Um, There's no other way around it. Kind of like religion, people who are born under a certain religion, that's what they know. You can't sway what they know. It is what it is, right? That's one way of thinking. But then there's like three-dimensional thinking which is like this is what it is but if you change your perspective this is what it could be right so and that's a part of higher level consciousness and for the people that are still stuck in that you know two-dimensional thought black and white this is what it is might not understand where I'm going with this but bear with me okay so let's say And this is the conversation that I had with him, okay? So I told him anything, (laughs) and he took this literal, I love him to death, but I I do not mean this in a literal sense at all, so (laughs) I'm not crazy. But what I said was anything in your, hmm, how do I say this? Anything that's in your sight, right, that you don't come in contact with is background images it does not exist and he's like what do you mean it doesn't exist if I get out of the car and I touch a stop sign it's there it's tangible but what I meant was let's say you're driving on the highway and you see a semi truck on the other side you're not going to come in contact with that semi truck right you're not going to uh, I mean obviously unless you run off the road and you hit it but at that point that becomes your reality and therefore makes it real to you versus you driving down the highway and it just passing by 
that's not your reality because it has nothing to do with your journey in life, where you're going, what you're touching. You're not coming in contact with it. Therefore, it's just there. It's um, kind of like when you're playing a video game. And this is the example I gave him, which he completely blew, it blew his mind. If you're playing a video game, right? I'm a, I'm a video game person, so I might reference video games um, a lot in these podcasts. But let's say you're playing like Resident Evil or Uncharted and, you know, you walk up to the door and it's locked, right? There's in those games, sometimes there's a key, sometimes there's not, but there's doors that are either bolted shut or locked, right? And in your mind, you're like, oh, this door is locked. But in reality of the game, of the designers of the game, there's nothing behind that door, right? Because it's not meant for you to access it. It does not exist, right? It's literally a wall, okay? That's how I'm explaining life to him. Things that are there that... um are not meant for you, but they're there. Like the doors in the video game that are locked that have no key, you know? Or like you'll see in the video games, if you walk past a refrigerator or a drawer, you you walk up to it and the guy just kind of like unconsciously continues to walk, right? He doesn't open that drawer because that drawer is not meant to be opened in that video game. Let that sink in for a second. That's what I mean by life. So... And, and I thought of this, and this is how I knew that my way of thinking was different. Because even as a child, I saw things like that. So when people would say, and, and as terrible as events are in the world, as a child, when something would happen in, I'm just going to say Wakanda just because it doesn't exist. But if something were to happen in Wakanda, it didn't affect me as a child because it's like, I've never been there. I never probably will go there. That's a very sad story. And I have, you know, sympathy. But it wasn't my reality. So as a child, even as a child, even though, you know, things happen in the world that are very, very real. It just wasn't my reality because it's something I've never experienced. And now that I'm older, I have a little bit more mature way of thinking of things like that. But as a young child who didn't know any better that, you know, natural disasters are real and they happen and things like that. But even as a young child, I saw a different way of thinking. So like my mom would tell me things like, oh, a coworker of mine, her daughter had a dog and the dog passed. And as a child, I'm like, oh, man. You know, that's sad, but it didn't rub me the same way. And I don't know if that's just the lack of emotion or if I was developing a different way of thinking, but this goes into your vibrations because when you learn how to control those lower level emotions, which is something I'm going to talk about because like I said, this podcast is for people who are just starting and don't know what these things mean. But just because I want to make my point without (laughs) forgetting what I'm talking about, um, controlling those lower level emotions means you cannot feel some type of way about things that have nothing to do with you. You are allowed to be like, you know, man, that's sad. Is there anything I can do? Blah, blah, blah. But you cannot take things so personal that are not your reality. 
And that is honestly the number one secret, in my opinion, to living a stress-free life. So, for example, if, I don't know, your best friend is like, you never come out with me, you know, I have a problem with it, I don't want to be your friend anymore, I don't like you. You have that mental control, you're with those higher vibrations to where you're accepting of her reality her reality is you're a bad friend right and that's okay that's the cool part about this is that you don't feel some type of way I accept that's how you feel you have the right to feel that way I understand and you leave it at that it does not bother you because that's not your reality you know you work you know 12 hours a day or whatever you have kids or you simply don't want to go out that's okay And it's okay that she feels that way. And if she decides to stop talking to you, it doesn't bother you. Because you have the power to control those lower level vibrations. That is the level of consciousness that I want people to get to. That I'm trying to get my husband to get to. But he doesn't understand. And it it could be the way that I'm putting it. He doesn't understand the content that I'm giving him. But that's because he is a, what I call, 2D thinker. He thinks in black and white. He believes in physics, but not he does not understand metaphysics, which is what I'm explaining. The energy, the things that we don't see. So I'm going to take it back a little bit on a different topic, switch it up. We're going to talk about vibrations. I think that's the first thing I want to talk about. Because I feel like it's the most important. So... Vibrations. There's a chart. If you Google higher level vibrations or whatever, there's going to be a chart and it's going to show you lower vibrations are grief, fear, um, all that nasty, that nasty feeling stuff is going to be your lower uh, vibrations. Ugh. I have a uh, bearded dragon and he's sitting in his cage looking at me he's pooping beautiful it's gross uh (laughs) sorry i get distracted so easily it's not even funny um so i'm not cleaning that either i'm pregnant too so surprise to my new listeners you guys are first no (laughs) i'm pregnant so i'm not cleaning that because i will puke um anyways So the higher vibrations are peace, you know, understanding, acceptance, love. I don't have the sheet in front of me and I'm not an expert on this. So I don't know all of them word for word. I can bring it up for you. Definitely. I can do that. But my point is all that higher goody goody feeling stuff, love, joy, you know, all that stuff is your higher level. So once you learn how to control your emotions, control your thoughts and accept the things around you, I accept that my bearded dragon just took a crap, a huge crap in his brand new cage, even though I'm pregnant and this makes me uncomfortable. I'm okay with it because I mean, it is what it is. You got a crap. So, you know, once you're able to control your emotions, you don't feel those lower vibrations. And the people that I've talked to that I try to initially learn from and start this journey with, they literally do not feel those emotions at all. And I know that sounds like, well, we're human. 
We have these emotions. This is normal. Is it normal or is that what we were told? Are you supposed to be depressed? Are you supposed to even grieve someone's death? And 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 I just started to read into Buddhism, but that's one of the things they believed. They don't hold on to anything. Nothing is permanent. And that sits deep with me because I was and I still kind of am because like I said, I am growing into this, but I was a very materialistic person. Very. And it took me a while. Like it was to the point where I started wearing makeup every day, um, the weave, you know, all that stuff. And the very first time I walked into someone's metaphysical shop, she was like, you need help. And I, I, excuse me. (laughs) And she was like, you have a bright red patent leather purse. You are screaming for attention. And at the time, I was so broken and all over the place. She was not wrong. (laughs) And now, I'm doing less. I'm not so extra. I don't wear makeup every day. I'm okay with, you know, wearing a t-shirt, my crystals, some sweatpants, and putting my hair in a bun. I'm okay with that. And some people aren't at that level where they have to wear makeup and all that every day, which is 100% fine. But I was so gone from being woke that that's all that mattered to me was my appearance I wanted attention my I felt like my husband wasn't giving me enough attention like I was wiling out you know I just I was very lost and it's funny that the minute I walked in she was like um why don't you fold your laundry and I'm looking I walked she's talking to another client I'm looking at crystals and she's talking to me I'm excuse me she was like, you're you. Why don't you fold your laundry? Why do you just leave your laundry in your room in the basket? And I'm like, man, I got two baskets of laundry sitting in my room that's been there for like two weeks because I just take my clothes out of the clean clothes basket and I go. <laughs> but she was able to read my energy. I was radiating so much negativity. She like picked it up instantly. Man, it's crazy how she was able to read my energy. She was like, and, and you know what's funny? She was like, you sleep, you sleep. And she kept, and I, you know, my generation, I'm 27. So when people say you sleep, you know, you're not woke. It, it does mean you're not awakened, you know, to a higher level of consciousness. But it also means like, you know, you're a follower. You're not, you know, the government's trying to do this. And you're a sheep being led to a slaughterhouse. Like, that's what I thought it meant. I did not think it meant my way of thinking was so negative and I, I didn't I didn't think like that until now. So that's vibrations. I'm gonna pull up the scale. Actually I steal my daughter's tablet. Let's see. Oh let's pull up the scale. And that way, you guys at least know what you're looking for. Vibration scale. Okay. Wow. So, at the bottom of the scale, you have shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear, desire, anger, pride, getting better, courage, neutral, meaning 
you don't feel any type of way about anything. Then there's willingness, acceptance. I believe that I'm up there to the point where nothing bothers me, good or bad. Uh, Well, good makes me feel better, but bad does not make me feel worse. Reason, love, joy, peace. And then the last stage is enlightenment, the ultimate level of consciousness. That is where I am trying to reach, but I feel like, uh, I don't know if that's even, I don't, some people, so the lady that I talked to told me that I was going to awaken fast. She was like, your transition is happening. And I went to go see her in November. My life was a mess in November. I ended up getting pregnant in January. That's when my whole life turned around my perspective. And you know, when you put out negative things in the earth, you receive negative things back. Okay, that's putting things out into the universe. So once I changed my perspective, I changed my attitude. I changed all that negative guck that was holding me back. And in being pregnant, I've been trying to get pregnant for a while. This is something that I've I've wanted to do um, all last year. This is something I wanted. As soon as I stopped all that negative stuff, literally, I got pregnant right after. Isn't that crazy? So, and I'm not saying this is a cure or anything, but this makes me wonder to those people who can't have children, you know, um, illness. I had what they thought was strep throat for three months straight. They put me on so many medications and it was not going away. Um, it, it just got so bad to the point where I ended up in the hospital and it wasn't, they couldn't cure it. They didn't know what it was. And eventually they were like, there's nothing else we can do. You just have to let it pass. And I think it's because my throat chakra was blocked. And you know, when when you have all this negative stuff going on and your chakras are blocked, that's when disease, illness, you know, infertility, all that stuff starts to set in. So I'm not saying that changing your mentality is going to help you have a baby, but it very much so can. It can. Now, outside of, you know, I mean, if you have a hysterectomy or something, that's not the same thing. That's not what I mean. And I guess this is this goes back to that 2D, 3D, you know, the different dimensions of thought. I'm not saying this is going to cure you of cancer. But what I am saying is this stuff does manifest and create illness. And there is research behind that. I'm not just pulling it out my ass. I mean, that's that's stuff you can actually research. So, all I'm saying is it's worth a try to learn how to be positive. And it's, it's so much easier, so much easier to say than to actually do when I first started this it took one week I was man and then you know there's different stages of this so when you first start you're on this high literally like you're on this life high I was driving smiling okay people were looking in my car as if I was on drugs or something because I'm smiling just driving (laughs) driving and smiling and looking at people and I'm pretty sure it was weird but I felt so good on the inside I could not control it because nothing bothered me I was not stressed I immediately stopped being sick 
That's the thing that got me. Whatever neurovirus or whatever I had immediately stopped as soon as I changed all that. And then I went to my mom's house and I don't know what she made me mad about something. I think it was the way I like my daughter's very spoiled because she's an only child and my daughter doesn't go around my mom that much. And so my mom told her to change her shoes. She had her shoes on the wrong feet and she tells Chloe, that's my daughter. She says, Chloe, put your shoes on the other feet and Chloe continued to tie her, you know, try to tie her shoes or whatever on the wrong feet. Now my daughter's very pigeon toed and I taught her to put her shoes on the opposite feet to help her walk while she's at school so she can play and stuff we don't do this all the time but she when she wants to do it she does it and it helps her walk my mother did not know that because my mother had not been around chloe all the time to know that she'll see her every maybe two weekends three weekends whatever and she wasn't understanding why she wasn't listening and she's like you let her do whatever you whatever she wants and no one's gonna want to babysit her because she doesn't listen and she had got me frustrated and at that moment I was like I'm done I don't care I'm mad like all that practice and everything that I had done all the spiritual baths which I'll do a podcast on that too they're amazing but everything went out the window and I was like I I was just so angry and for the next few days I felt this low like man I was so happy and I lost it and I felt like I I didn't even know how to pick it back up. It didn't even feel natural. It was just, it was gone. And then I learned that was one of the stages. There's a high stage where you're on a life high and then you lose it. And then it slowly comes back, but it's not high feeling. It's more of a, this feels real. This has now become a lifestyle. And then it goes back to a little bit of that high. And then you're even. When you're even... excuse me that is when you are not at the highest level but that's when you are content and that is when this becomes a practice for you a lifestyle so I don't remember where I was going with that but um so we're going on 22 minutes here so for my first podcast I'm gonna wrap it up I'm going to do another podcast on spiritual baths because a lot of people have asked me about that and it's literally like an instant cure. And it's scientific for those who don't quite understand metaphysics because there's salt involved and, you know, ions and, you know, enters the bloodstream and, you know, has different effects on the brain and all that stuff. So we'll get into that. Um, Maybe not so much of the science part of it because this is not a science course. Um... But I will talk about that. We're going to talk about, I just bought a pendulum, you know, where you can answer yes or no questions. I will do that. Maybe I'll have people uh, call in and I can answer some questions. Interesting. We'll see what we do with the next uh, episode of Beyond the Physics.